0: In today's show, we look ahead to Sunday in the NBA. We look at streaming targets for points leagues and for each category. For category leagues to help you win your matchup, Michael Bolton, can you help? Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PricePix. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code LockedOn. That's pricepiece.com. The promo code is locked on. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So last week I screwed this up for the Sunday streaming show. I just did it like a regular what to watch for instead of the format that I'd been doing, where it's like, hey, these are the guys for these individual categories to target. So for that, I apologize. But we're back to regular scheduled programming here, and we're going to look at what we do specifically on Sunday to stream players in for that day to help you win your weekly matchups. So we will get straight into that now. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll start with points leagues. We'll start with Yahoo points leagues <clears throat> in particular. All of these players I've mentioned are available in over 50% of leagues. Is that your league? I've got no idea, but I know it's in over 50% of leagues. So if these guys are available, there's a list of eight blokes here. Have a look. Santi Aldama, yes, he's not a long-term hold said this millions of times, but when we're looking to add someone, and a lot of people have obviously reacted and dropped him, um, but he's available. So go ahead, have a look. If he's there, he's probably your priority, your number one guy that you'd look to add, maybe. Actually, I'd probably look at the guy behind him a little bit higher, the wiki Chris Boucher, with Pascal Siakam out, but both of those guys are probably the two guys I look to as your really good Yahoo point streamers. There are other options, though. Marcus Morris Sr., He's available in a lot of leagues. He's playing pretty well. Struggled last game, but he's playing pretty well as a whole this season. Um, Paddy Williams wasn't as good last game, but we've seen his numbers and his minutes push up with Andre Drummond out, and the big avocado will be out once again on Sunday. So that really does help Pat Williams. Kevin Love, last game was amazing from Love. Took on playmaking responsibilities with Garland and Mitchell out, shot well. Usage up. The last game when Mitchell and Garland played, he played 14 minutes and stunk. So it's a little bit hit or miss. There's only four games on. So take a look at Kevin Love. Otto Porter. Yes, Otto Porter is back. He's back. He is playing. And the Raptors are without players. So, you know, can he be an option? I think that it is risky, of course, with Otto Porter. But they're going to have Siakam out, maybe Van Vliet out. And last game, second game for the season, Porter played 21 minutes. Forget 20 minutes or so, he can be useful. Pat Beverly, his name keeps coming up because of my projections. He's just been so far below expectations that I see his name on these and I go, "Fuck sake, not again, Patrick Beverly. Like, I'm not willing to put much into that, nor Tyus Jones, but they're there because maybe there's the chance. Maybe something good happens. I don't know though. ESPN points leagues. There's something really fishy about ESPN points or ESPN leagues in general with the roster percentages but I'm going to just throw these out. Like Instead of looking at players rostered in 50% of leagues, these are all guys available in 60% of leagues, which means to me that there are 40% of ESPN leagues who are doing nothing. They have just created them and done nothing about it because these roster percentages are insane. They're insane. Jared Vanderbilt, why is he available in so many leagues? Did everyone just create leagues and not do anything with them? Because these numbers are crazy. Kelly is available in 60% of leagues. Over 65, I think. He's rostered 33%, I believe. What are you guys doing? And I know that people watching this show be like, well, they're not in my league. Okay, I I don't know what's going on. But Lonnie Walker, Io Desumu, he's 11% roster DeSumo. 11, 1-1, 11. How? How is that possible? Now, I'm not a big Io Desumu fan, but that is an insane discrepancy between what reality should be and what ESPN leagues are doing. Are they not reacting? I don't know. I know I share on ESPN a lot of the time and it's and it's accurate because they're bad. But yeah, why? Oh, sorry, my bad. is 32. It was someone else I was looking at that was 11. Um, yeah, the next guy is 11. Santi Aldama. 11% rostered. 11. We'll do it again. Yeah. Great streamer. Marcus Morris. We said that name before. Worthwhile looking for sure. Tyus Jones, Otto Porter, Storm and Norman Powell's there. He's 20% rostered on ESPN. Yes, and he should have been dropped in a lot of spots, but he's available everywhere. Pat Williams, another name. He's 4% rostered. Four, four, four. What the? F- what are we? What? Yeah, there's a lot of guys that are apparently available in ESPN that you can uh, go ahead and uh, have a look at. That compares to like you know, 42% Andre Drummond rostered. Okay. That doesn't make a ton of sense, does it? So, yeah, there are lots of options that are available to you in certain ESPN leagues. I don't know if it's yours, but I'm just trying to go by the numbers here. But all of these guys, they all play on Sunday and they're all going to produce really pretty strong value for your fantasy team would be my guess. Price Picks is another great way that you can get strong value in your life. Because it's fun. It's daily fantasy, and it's not one of those old daily fantasy formats where you're out there trying to create a lineup with a salary cap, going up against thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, a lot of whom spend their entire life putting those lineups together and entering hundreds and hundreds of different lineups. Price picks is you against the projections. You go in. the Otto Porter, ten and a half points over under. You go, yeah, right. I'll put that into my lap and I'll go take under. Patrick Beverly, over under five and a half points. I'll go under. Um, Santi Aldama, over under eleven percent rostered. They don't have that one, but Santia Aldama can be chucked into your lineup, and you get up to five of those. Put them together, you get up to ten times your entry fee. It's available in over thirty U.S. states. It's available in Canada. It's fast. It's easy. You can be done in under sixty seconds. And when you get a when you get a win, the withdrawals are easy as well. It's not just the NBA though. You can do NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, college sports, college basketball, college football, um, WNBA, Euro basketball, um, cricket, NASCAR, boxing, MMA, PGA the superior form of golf, disc golf. All of those sports are available over at Price Picks. So download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit hundred bucks, Price Picks will smack down another hundred as well. If you deposit 50, Price Picks will give you 50 dollars redos. So don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. After listening to Locked On Fantasy Basketball, check out Locked On Sports Today. Make it your second listen. All the big stories across the sports world covered over at Locked On Sports Today, wherever you get podcasts and, of course, on the old YouTube. Category leagues, let's go. It's your time now. Who are we streaming in for? What particular category? There's obviously going to be overlap between all of these guys, especially with only four games on. These players are all available using our advanced metric on Basketball Monster, which tends to filter out inactive leagues and looks more at leagues who have got cash involved or are super active. um, These are all available in over 50% of those leagues. So, meaning that there's probably a good chance that they're available in yours. For points, just for the points category. Malik Beasley, yes. He's down to lower minutes at the moment. That is a concern, but he's a guy that can take five shots, hit five threes, get 15 points. Bang, right there. That's all he does. Doesn't do anything else. He scores. Reggie Jackson. Yes, 36 minutes, I think, for him last game. Minutes are up. He's not great. He's an inaccurate shooter, but they are pumping minutes into him. With the absence of Siaka, most likely, Precious Achua is probably going to get a boost. I don't think it'll be quite as big a boost as Boucher, but he's going to get a boost. So look at him. Rui Hachimura, much like Malik Beasley, he doesn't do anything else apart from score, but there's an opportunity to use him. He might have 13 points. He might play 20 minutes and have eight points, but he might he's going to score. That is what he does. Goran Dragic with Kobe White out. Dragic is playing pretty well. He's getting solid minutes and he's being useful for the Chicago Bulls. Brandon Clark. Yes, the upside isn't particularly high, but there are four games on. There are not many players available who you can use who have got solid rotation roles, and that is Brandon Clark. It's Otto Porter as well. Otto Porter can hit threes, hit corner threes. He's just a really solid player. Can't really have much in terms of minutes upside, but he's there. And then there's Christian Coloco as well, who's probably going to start with Siakam out. Almost definitely, I would suggest. He doesn't need many. Maybe he has four shots. Maybe that's 10 points. Probably isn't, but maybe you can get to 10 points. Eight points. It's it's hard to stream in guys to score. And that is something that we've talked about a lot in the preseason about finding options to hit, to, to score points, and to get assists off the wire. It's really, really hard to do. And as you can see there, you're relying upon Brandon Clark and Christian Coloco here on a Sunday to st- try, and, uh, try and stream them in. For threes, some similar names are going to appear there. Malik Beasley at the top of the list, really good three streamer. Dean Wadey-Wade. Now, his value will increase depending on what we what we get in terms of absences in Cleveland because we've got Garland and Mitchell who both sat out last game and if they're out, then Wade probably sees a little bit more playing time. In LA, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. He doesn't do anything else apart from shoot threes, but he's got at least like a 10 to 15 minute roll. That could be three threes really easily. It'll be nothing else but it could be three threes. Corey Kispert is back for the Wizards. I don't really know where he fits in with Barton and Hachimura and Gil and Avdia. First game back, Kispert played 18 minutes. If he gets to 22 or 23, if he starts over Gil, he's going to shoot threes. And again, he doesn't do anything else. And then it does get a little bit rough after that. Troy Brown is not a well-known, renowned three-point shooter, but he's a starter with big minutes, and he's probably a -a one-and-a-half to two-threes guy. He is spotting up in the corner a lot more with LeBron and Davis out there, and they went in okay last game. So Brown could be an option. Reggie Jackson and Pat Beverly, two much-maligned point guards, but they're available, and they will take, and they will hit some threes. And then, oh, mate, Lil John Concha. Okay yeah you know, is he a great three point shooter no does he have a twenty minute or a night role with Isaiah Williams out probably and that might be enough to get it done for you there if you look at rebounds pressure Chua. yeah that one big game where he got twenty two of them but there is an opportunity with Siakam out for him to play a little bit more little John Concha another uh opportunity what yeah he is a good rebounder so he can go out there and he can get five or six as a guard Otto Porter Solid rebounder who's going to play a lot in the front court with Siakam out. Christian Coloco, this is what he does. Can he get six, seven rebounds? <clears throat> in 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, probably actually. A lot of opportunities opening up in Toronto. Troy Brown's a really good rebounder for his size and position as well in LA. Brandon Clark coming off the bench, but he can get some boards. Pat Beverly, very good rebounder as a guard, better than his assists. And then Javante Green, the ultimate energy guy who's been great. I'd love to see what he would do in a 30 minute role. It's not going to happen, most likely but he's a guy that occasionally just comes in, absolutely sparks the bulls and puts up really good numbers. So there are some rebound options out there. It gets it gets a little rougher when we get to the assists um, page. There are some names there. Goran Dragic, sure. Yep, all right. The iron shoulder, no worries. He's playing an okay role. Be very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Um, Alex Caruso, maybe. Zach Levine may not play, so there is an opportunity for value to rise for guys like Caruso and for Dragic. It is a Sunday Monday back to back. Levine played their last back to back, but he has reappeared on the injury report as questionable with left knee injury management, which is always a worry. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Reggie Jackson for assists. Patrick Beverly, you might get four there. Fartin' Will Barton can sometimes give us assists. No, you will. No, he's ready to sack that. Run, Will. Get and then it gets a little bit rough. One Toscano Anderson. Maybe you get two. This is what I mean about streaming assists. Jesus. Hull Neto. Now, that's one to watch if Garland and Mitchell are out because he can get six or seven. So That's one to watch. And then there's Lil John Conchar again. Yeah! He can get you know, three to four assists. He might score four points, but he might have five rebounds and four assists. And that's what Lil John does. For steals, Beverly, Caruso, Porter. These guys have historically been very good Steels players. Juan Toscano Anderson's a pretty good steals guy. Johnny Concha, also a really good steals guy. A lot of steals streaming ability here. Javonte Green can easily get you two to three steals. So can Troy Brown. They, they probably won't, but they've got two to three steal upside. Really, all of these guys are good steals guys. Malik Beasley less so, but the first seven there, historically, have been really good defenders and really good at being able to generate steals, and that's super useful for us in fantasy. Let's go to blocks. We've got big men here. Christian Coloco, you might get two blocks in 20 minutes. Dan Gafford's really struggled at the moment. He's only playing like 12, 13 minutes a night, but he can still get some blocks. Beverly's a good shot blocker as a guard. He's not a huge upside like these other guys, but he can get a block. Brandon Clark had three last game. Walker Kessler, I think, had two in like 14 minutes. Javante Green had two last game as well as a, as a wing. Derek Jones Jr. with Drummond out. There might be some might be some extra minutes there. And the big sneeze, pressure's a chewer. His shit house, but maybe he gets you a block. He's not a very good shot blocker, and if I'm getting blocks from Toronto, I'd rather go for Coloco. But a truer is going to see some minutes in improvement. For field goal percentage, a lot of these same names here Brandon Clark, Dan Gafford, Javante Green, Christian Coloco. These are all 60 70% guys, potentially. Um, Green probably a little bit less, but his volume is better. Um, Walker Kessler, Anthony Gill. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> He's Been playing a lot of minutes. Some may say too many, and some would be me, but he has been really efficient. Terrence, now these last two, really, really, really iffy ones. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, they're, they're next on my list, but uh, Terrence Mann, he's even going to play. I don't know. He played like three minutes last game. And then Austin Reeves, who can be an okay field goal percentage guy, but I wouldn't want to trust it. There are six other guys who I'd feel much more comfortable. There's a gigantic gap between Mann and Reeves who come next. And then lastly, we look at free throw percentage. Reggie Jackson, Austin Reeves, that's a good one. Corey Kispert's a really good shooter. Um, Javonte Green's free throws have been strong. Beasley's a good free throw guy. Farton Will Barton could be pretty solid there. Anthony Gill can be good. And Hal Neto, especially if he does get that starting job, can really help you in free throw percentage. And guys, that'll do it for me today again. Apologies for not having this format last week, but we're back again. Subscribe to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, and on YouTube you do hit subscribe, you do thumb up, you do ring the bell and you just leave a comment. You like the mustache? Great. Click the link in the description. You can go donate to Movember. You want to say anything else? Just drop them in the comments. Go ahead. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.